Good morning, everyone. Welcome to So Inappropriate. Today is Wednesday, September 30th. I'm so pleased to have made it through another month of this white-knuckling shit show. Haha, <laughs> shit show. We'll talk about that in a minute. Of a time. Yesterday, I hit all of my macros, and I still had room for dessert, so I'm feeling pretty good today, okay? Last night in the Northeast... We had a pretty big storm, like a rainstorm thing, and I just took my dogs on a walk, and I just passed that crazy neighbor's house, the woman with the Jason mask, and she doesn't have any power because there's a huge tree down, so I'm kind of excited because she's terrible, but I'm also kind of bummed because I didn't get to see her rant on Facebook this morning about the debate. Let's get into the debate. Just five, five seconds of your time. I just want you to know how I feel. And... It's not it's not really political. It's don't Sarah it Well, just listen, okay? Because I woke up to, as I'm sure you all did, an onslaught of you know, media news portrayal. It was a shit show. And then you look on your personal Facebook feed and it's like, I've never been so embarrassed to be an American and the the country is doomed and the mor we have no morals. Okay, let me just explain something to you, okay? From my former career in working in television and marketing and PR, I hate to break it to you, the presidential debates are not designed to inform you about politic issues of our candidates, okay? You think that is the case. It is not. The debates are designed, especially now in this post-Trump post-pandemic, in the middle of a pandemic, it's about ratings, okay? They are deliberately trying to get attention for the network, which is Fox News this time. It is all about attention, clickbacks, memes, attention. Everyone knows in the world that everyone has already decided who they're voting for, and they have had decided for a while, okay? Nobody that voted for Trump last time is all of a sudden going to say, oh, it was terrible, I'm voting here. No. Everyone already knows, for the most part. Maybe I would say 1% to 2% of the entire country has is not sure. But they don't design these debates to swing you either way, okay? They don't care. They already have their bases. They know what's going on. We have 36 days or whatever. No one's mind is changing, okay? Some people have already voted. A lot of people have already voted. It's about ratings, okay? So... For example, last night, Chris Wallace is deliberately baiting Trump to make him angry and want to interrupt him. He would slide a very clever little insult into the beginning of his question because he knows that homeboy is going to start interrupting him and screaming. He also knows how to instigate Joe Biden. He knows how to do that. So in that sense, he's a great... He did a great job, Chris Wallace, because he got them fighting. He got he got them to scream at each other. He got them to talk over each other. They love that. Trust me. It's all over the news today. People are going to go back and rewatch it. Who missed it? There's going to be clips all over the place on YouTube. There's people talking about Chris Wallace and Fox News and on every single network. And I haven't checked the ratings yet, but they're going to be good. So mission accomplished. Fox News got their high ratings. They made several million dollars last night. The advertising was through the roof. President Trump got attention from his base. He knows how to energize those people, like him or hate him. He knows how to get people fired up. And fired up people will go and make the effort to vote. 
Joe Biden knows how to get people. They're all in on it. Trust me. Those two, you know, I'm making air quotes, hate each other, but they, they're fine. Trust me. And we need to stop looking to our politicians as our moral compass. Okay. There's nothing in anyone in all of politics, all of Washington that I would point to either of my children and say, that's someone who you should emulate. Absolutely not. They're all terrible. Let's just all keep that in the back of our head. Okay. They're all terrible. And I know we got our problems in this country and whose fault it is, is up in the air. But I think it's, I think we all need to take responsibility for the way we act. Okay. I don't, I don't think that we can blame the president for white supremacy. I, I just don't like people need to be responsible for the way they are. You know, what's right and wrong. And no matter who's sitting in that seat in the Oval Office, you better be sure that I know right and wrong and my kids do. And, and most people's personalities have been formed much more a long time before four years ago. Okay. So let's just take, let's all just take responsibility for that. The moral fiber of our country is not decided by the president. Okay. It would be great if the most, you know, wonderful person in the world was our president. It's never been the case ever, ever, ever. I've never looked to a president and been like, that's a guy I want to be. Never. Just keep your head down. We don't need to feel sorry for our country. This is still the best place in the world to live. Okay. Let's all be thankful for a minute that we're not in Venezuela. Okay. I have a very good girlfriend from Venezuela and the stories she tells me are horrific. So we have our rights. They're not going away. No one is taking away your vote. To, or your vote. No one is taking away your vote. No one is taking away your right to have a child. No one is taking away your right to decide what you're doing with your child. We all need to chill. And just remember that last night wasn't about the moral fiber of the country. It wasn't about swaying you either way. It was about money and ratings. And as long as we understand that, we can get through till tomorrow. I promise you. If you want to know about the issues, do your own research, talk to your family, figure out what's important to you and sit there and make a list. Okay. I don't think anyone's going to need to do that. We all know where we stand pretty much. And no one is ever going to get what is promised. Usually I think politicians deliver about 10% of what they promise. So let's keep that in mind. Keep your head down, focus on your family, do your vote. Don't lose friends over this. It's not worth it. Don't insult people over it. It's not worth it. There's very little we can do other than vote and to control what's going on right now. So just keep your head down, make your vote. Don't insult people. You never know what's going on in someone's family, why they vote a certain way. Maybe they have money issues you don't know about or health issues you don't know about or just don't ever assume that your opinion is the only one out there. That's all I'm going to say on this because it's just, it's not worth losing friends over this. It's just not. And I'm, I'm here to say that I don't think that someone's vote is your business and the way they are. And you just never know. You never know what's going on with someone and their family and how they feel politically should not be a reason to be their friend. If they suck in other ways, fine, but don't, don't make, don't run your life on the vote. Okay. Just let people do what they want to do and stay in your lane and we're all going to be okay. 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 
first things first. By the way, I kind of let that slide the last couple weeks because I'm just, I don't know, I'm worried about school, so whatever. But now I'm, I'm back and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a priority. So I watched two things on Netflix this week that were fantastic. The first is Ratched. I thought it was Ratchet, but it's Ratched. It's a Sarah Paulson starring drama show about Nurse Ratched, which was the evil nurse from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And it's her, it's kind of like a prequel to that, but it's basically her backstory and why she is so ratched. And it's, first of all, it's visually incredible. It's a Ryan Murphy produced thing. So he did American Horror Story, he did Glee, and you can tell that his style is very specific. It's bright, brightly colored, the costuming is just perfect and excellent and the scenery is gorgeous and the music is amazing and it's just it's just visually gorgeous but it's gory and disturbing and dark and I usually don't like stuff like that I loved this it is so artfully done yet creepy and it's like creepy and beautiful at the same time it's so good um what's her name Cynthia Nixon is in it from Sex and City, who I normally cannot stand, but she's fantastic in this. Um, it's really just, it's great. Um, I highly recommend it. I think it's eight episodes on Netflix. Ratchet, watch it. The next one is called The Duchess, which was recommended to me by the Netflix algorithm. I mean, I think it literally said like, because you love shows about weird women or something like that. I was like, yeah, that's me. So The Duchess is about a woman who lives in London and she has a, a daughter who's like 10 or something named Olive, which is like the cutest name for a little girl ever. And she's a single mom. The father is this old like loser guy from a boy band in the 90s that's now like lives on a houseboat and like doesn't brush his hair. And she's just like trying to exist in the same space as him. And she was a groupie. So they kind of hate each other. But she decides the whole theme of the show, the whole like arc of the eight episodes is that she wants to give her daughter a sibling. So she's got this great boyfriend and he's like not into it. So she goes back to the loser boy band ex-husband and she decides that she wants him to impregnate her. So, but they hate each other so much they can't do it the old fashioned way. So she has his girlfriend bring her his sperm in a whitening syringe, like a tooth whitening syringe. It's really funny. The costumes are awesome. It's super quick. You can watch it while you're folding your laundry. You can text while you're watching it, but it's really good. It's just hilariously stupid. It's a great escape. I loved it. So that's The Duchess on Netflix. Oh, the next thing I want to tell you about, this is an Instagram account I just found. It's called at Nancy Myers Interiors. So it is, I don't know who came up with this. I don't think it's Nancy Myers herself. She's the director of Something's Gotta Give. Um, What's those? It's complicated. All those shows where they have those amazing interiors, kitchens. Um, do you remember Diane Keaton's house in the Hamptons in Something's Gotta Give? I mean, it was incredible. So Nancy Myers Interiors is just these gorgeous, like detailed shots of all of the sets of these movies. So it's just incredible. I mean, and then she'll she'll like cite the source materials. So it'll be like, you know. Meryl Streep's kitchen from It's Complicated and here's the coffee maker from Smeg and it's 
it's great if you're into that kind of stuff. And I, I mean, a Nancy Myers kitchen is like my dream. So if you're into that kind of stuff, check it out. It's at Nancy Myers interiors on Instagram. The last thing I'm going to talk about is filing your teeth. So on TikTok, I found this thing where people, if you have like a little, if you like grind your teeth and you get those little ridges, people will take nail files and file their teeth down and it, they'll do it in real time. And it like totally works because <laughs> I had, I had a chip, I chipped my tooth, like probably during the pandemic at some point when I was like thinking I was going to die. I chipped my tooth and I took a nail file. You have to get a new nail file. It can't be like some crusty old thing you find in the back in the bathroom. It's got to be a real, like, brand new nail file. So go get a nice one. Don't go to the dollar store. Get a good one with a lot of grit. And you just, like, lightly file your tooth in that spot. Like, I wouldn't do, like, a big thing. But if you just have, like, a little tiny chip, it works. Look it up on YouTube. And then, well, there's also, like, a bunch of dentists that are like, don't do this. It's horrible. But it does work. I'm not recommending this in any way. I'm just saying I may have done it for a small chip and it may have worked and I don't have any like major dental problems yet, but <laughs> actually let's wait a week and see what happens. I'm actually going to the dentist. I'm going to see what she says. <laughs> anyway, by the way, I keep like every morning they're like TikToks and me gone and every morning I wake up and it's still there. So I don't know like what is happening with that, but every day I look and it's all still there. And then Someone told me that it's just like, you won't be able to update your apps. Like, well, so what? I never, who updates their apps? I don't. I only do it when they tell me I can't use it anymore unless I update it. Anyway, TikTok is still there. Just watch these morons filing their teeth. I'll show you mine if you want me to. <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> um, today, I am releasing this in real time. So I'm a little late this week because it was... Yom Kippur, I was away this weekend. I went to a very fun wedding with not a lot, shut up, I was wearing a mask, there weren't a lot of people, I was social distant, whatever, who cares? Leave me alone. It was small, and you know what? These poor people had their wedding canceled twice and they wanted to go through with it and they cut the guest list down to just amazing people like me, don't mean to brag. Hey, shut up! Yeah, don't mean to brag, but I was included. And it was lovely, but I, I didn't get any work done this weekend, so I I recorded my guest, Shannon, last night. I'm doing this now. I'm just going to push it out. So if you can hear my dogs, but whatever, who cares? I need to get you this information while it's still relevant, okay? So just bear with me. All right. So anyway, it's going out today. I'm not editing it. I don't have time. I don't have a music intro. Who cares? But... There's just messaging that you need to receive immediately, and so I'm not going to polish this up like a penny, okay? Today, Shannon and I are back to talk about Roni Reunion 3. We're talking about Real Housewives Secretly Revealed, and we get a little deeper. It's a little more scholarly this week. We're trying to figure out a ways to make this franchise work, and I want Bravo to listen because... I don't want these franchises to go away, okay? I just want you to know how they can make them better because... I am the lowest common denominator of the viewership of these shows. And if I can't get behind some of the shit you're doing, no one will. So can someone just listen to us, please? Please. Anyway, it's a great conversation. Next week, we're going to have either a business person or some true crime. So we'll see. We'll see. And I have to talk to Shannon again because there's more shit we need to discuss. So it's, it might be jam-packed. I don't know. Maybe we'll do two next week. I don't know. 
Maybe I'll start making some money around here. Anyway, here we go with Shannon. I think you're gonna like it. Write to me with what you wanna hear about and we'll check back in at the end, thanks. All right, what's up? Not much, how are you? I, I thought it was funny when I, I could hear both you and Greg and you were like, she can't hear you. I can hear everything you're saying. Oh, see, well, that's dangerous. And Greg, Greg goes, talk about your garbage. And Charlotte goes, that's mean. She's right. That is me. Yeah. Um, what do you think of my Buffalo plaid top knot? Oh, oh I couldn't tell it was Buffalo plaid. looks great. Well, it is fall. It, well, this, so this makes sense. This headband makes sense. If you'd have worn it before Labor Day, I I'd know. have said that headband looks ridiculous. Oh. But now it looks great. Thank you. Was that J. Crew? Where'd you get that? No. Okay, yeah. my friend, my friend that lives in town bought a, um, or rented rather. Do you remember those little like photo kiosks that they used to have in the eighties? Like those one hour photo kiosks. Oh yeah. So there was one in this parking lot where they have a grocery store and it sat abandoned for years. And my friend had this idea to turn it into a little micro boutique. That's adorable. My friend Sarah and it's called trend Matt. And she just has like cute little accessories in there. And it like, it literally fits like two people in there. I can't believe it lasted that long. Yeah. Abandoned. Because I, I remember those and can't recall ever seeing one past the 90s. Yeah. Remember, remember getting remember getting the wrong photos? No, I don't think that ever happened to me. Yeah, we got some wrong photos a couple times. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. I remember in Back to the Future, though, the Libyans blow one up with a bazooka. Oh, do you yeah. that? I do. <laughs> yeah, the Libyans. I don't know how they found me, but they found me. <laughs> that was a good one. So how did you enjoy watching the Roni Reunion 3? It was... It was boring. As, as I suspected, it was... Yeah. It, two and three. You know, the sequel's never as good as the original. And the third one, they just got to wrap things up. Uh, so it, it didn't leave. I, I don't even remember what happened. So it's a good thing I took notes. Well. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> the highlight for me was the montage of Ramona saying sorry. And then the yeah. montage of Sonia saying catch a dick. So that yes. was fun. Yes, those were highlights. Another highlight for me was finding out that Dorinda made Ramona a mixtape. <laughs> that was awesome. That's a good... Made you a mixtape. <laughs> what was on it? Crosby, Stills, uh, and Nash? I know. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. The Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> The go-go's. The go-go's. <laughs> I just watched a documentary, so I thought I'll put some go-go's on. <laughs> I don't like those. We're jumping around a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put a stake in the ground here. I don't like those fingerless gloves. Who wore fingerless gloves? Leah. She did. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, okay. And then remember, like, the I think it's, like, a thing with the... Well, I was going to say with the young people, but she's my age, so... But do you remember in a confessional, she had, like, these tie-dye gloves that were, like, part of a shirt? Yes, I sure do. I don't like it. No, maybe she just came from a job. How do you go to the bathroom and wipe your tush and... How do you eat chips and guacamole? I don't like it. I don't get well, it. Well, I, th- I think you take it off and free up your hand when it's time. No, to the shirt is attached to the glove. Right, but just like one of those sweatshirts that has that, that, I mean, if I were to go running outside, I would wear, but I don't. Oh, you so move it with the finger hole. Yeah. Yeah, you just like move it off of the palm. Oh. Okay. I was just thinking about, I'm like, how is she going to the bathroom in a sanitary way? I don't like this. I just, I just thought it was not pleasing to the eye. No, I felt kind of sad. I keep jumping around. Sorry, but I just, I felt like it was such a mishmash. I watched it last night and I was like, this is just a mishmash of like whatever crap they could like garble together at the end. Yeah. To make it three episodes. They, Andy did still try to get Dorinda to take responsibility for anything, and she still refused. Yeah, but I thought she was, like, a little nicer last night. She was. A little bit. They're doing Secrets Revealed, so... Oh, they are? Yes. Oh. And did you watch Beverly Hills Secrets Revealed? I did, and I was about to say, I mean, we'll get there in a minute, but I enjoyed it more than the freaking season. It was like Me a, too. it was like a nice little snack of fun. Yeah, and there were some things that maybe producers would deem boring, but I didn't find them boring. They're no, little I slice, agree. Slice of life scenes. Yeah, I agree. I think if they were peppered throughout the season a little more, it would be more interesting. A yeah. season, you yeah. know, not every scene has to be about who's lying. We can have some sweet slice of life. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's interesting because I just, I inherently enjoyed that. And it was just like meeting the daughter's boyfriend and everything. And it reminded me of like how it used to be when it was just literally following people around with a camera. Exactly. You know, you get a little picture of their life and their kids and, you exactly. know. And Dorit and PK talked about one of the lawsuits against them and people have been complaining so much that they don't talk about those things that's going on in their life and they don't talk about them. And here they have, and I'm glad that people that did not watch secrets revealed will not know. So they still won't get credit. Yes. Everyone watch the secrets revealed for Beverly Hills and coming up for New York because it is, it is like a, Un, it's like it's the stuff that didn't make the narrative for the whatever the issues were that season, but it's fun. It was just like a fun little thing. And yeah. okay, so I just heard an interview. This is unrelated, but it's sort of related with Caitlyn Jenner. Um, and Sophia, and they were saying they were the person was asking them about what it was like being on the Kardashians. And it was sort of interesting. She said, Caitlin said, that shooting a reality show is exactly like shooting a documentary, but then you have to go backwards. And 
the person was like, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, basically they shoot all the footage and then, then they have to go backwards and kind of see what fits into the theme of that season. So, you know, Beverly Hills has their the, the dog, giving the dog away one year, and then this year it was the Denise thing. And, and like, oftentimes the people that are shooting it don't even know what the theme is until they start putting the episodes together. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I thought the thing with the, with the psychic, with the ring, with Kyle was very interesting. And I was like, well, why wouldn't they put that in? Well, it's because it didn't fit into the storyline because it just would have been, like, filler somewhere. Right. You know, when they went backwards to put the pieces of the story together, they couldn't really find a place to put it. Right. This is kind of interesting. Same thing with the Roni reunion first episode. The footage that we saw of Dorinda yelling at John didn't really fit into that season anywhere. But yeah. But how, yeah. how lucky are we that it did get to be used for something eventually? Yeah. And you know what? I was thinking about that. Because wasn't it last season when they shot that footage? Yes. Yes. So it, we weren't even in the fight yet. Right. Right. And they saved it. And that's what Tinsley attributed to the start of the fall. Yeah. And you know what? The fight that wasn't filmed between them and then John and then her yelling at John. And I think because we didn't get... Tinsley and Dorinda fighting on camera. It didn't really fit in anywhere. It's just a random Dorinda yelling at John scene, which I still would have been into, but it doesn't fit into any. It didn't fit into any story. I just nothing. if I were if I were Dorinda, I would have been so fucking pissed that they pulled that up. Oh yes, you yes, know? absolutely. When she saw it in the trailer and then didn't see it in the season. She must have just been so relieved. But Bravo played the long game on that one. And they waited a season to show it at the reunion. I mean, I, think, I don't think they knew. They they didn't know until Tinsley said that at the reunion that they were going to pull it. I know. But I think they were sitting in the editing room and they were like, fuck her. Yes. We hate Dorinda. We're going to bury her. Yes. It just goes to show you got to be nice to the producers, man. You have to be nice to the producers. Yeah. And there was a moment in the Beverly Hills Secrets Revealed. I know we're sort of toggling between the two, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I feel like we, we're fine. Or do you want to do Bev Hills and then go back? No, no, no. I like I like just toggling between the two. Okay, fine. Let's roll with it. Who cares? Natural discussion. Yeah. We saw a, we saw a scene of a producer yelling at Denise. Yeah. Which... I thought was awesome. Yeah. Do you remember that? Bravo, that bravo, bravo. Scene? Yeah, and a producer comes on, and I, I can't remember what he said. I just wrote down, loved seeing producer yell at Denise. Yeah, so, okay, so I had to do some research, because I was like, what the fuck is this about? So, Denise, okay, so it, it kind of tells the story of why Kyle hates Denise. And I don't think they explained it very nicely during the season. So I was confused the whole time. Like, why does she not like her? I thought they were friends. So when they go to Teddy's stupid retreat, right, um, Kyle is upset that um, Dorit is late, okay? And they all had to get there at, you know, 7 a.m. or whatever. And yes. Dorit shows up late in her Barbie outfit, and they're all pissed at her. 
And yes. from the from the viewer, you're like, who cares? Like, she looks awesome. She's great TV. Like, who cares that you guys are there first? Well, numero uno, Kyle Richards hates her bangs. Okay. And as she should, as she should, as we all do. She looks like Elvira. I could tell, and she was like, I did it for a part in the Halloween Halloween fourteen or whatever. She hates her bangs. That's why she's a little bitchy. Then her friend, <laughs> then she's mad that she had to go to Teddy's stupid fucking workout at 7 a.m. And Dorit gets to stroll in at noon. So Kyle's a little bit jealous and a little bit pissed that she didn't think of that first by saying, yeah, I'll come at noon. So she's like, well, why am I getting paid the same as Dorit? And I have to go to this boring shit and do a boxing workout with Teddy. So she's annoyed that she's doing more work for this, you know, same or less pay. How do we know she's getting paid the same amount? I think Kyle would get paid more. Yeah, maybe. But maybe that's not a thing. It's still, if the call time is seven and nobody's there and somebody's not there at seven, that's going to piss you off. Well, I think, yeah, that's true. You're getting paid more. Mm -hmm. That's true. But I, I, I guess I was sort of alluding more to Denise. So Denise makes four, a million dollars a season, oh, right? I see. I see. Okay. I get what you were doing. I'm now. getting Sorry. there. I'm getting there. So Sorry, Denise, Denise shows up at the little diet fajita dinner at like seven o'clock. Okay. And they're all like, where were you? Hey girl. And she's like, oh, sorry. I was on the bold and the beautiful then. And they were all like, okay, whatever. And they move on. So everyone's just pissed at Dorit and Denise just slides in and they're happy to see her. Last night they showed a scene where Denise, they're t- Denise is defending Dorit. She's like, why do you guys care that she showed up late with the glam? Well, Denise is defending Dorit because she didn't show up on time either. Mm-hmm. And the girls found out, I think off camera, that Denise wasn't really working. So what I think was happening is Denise had a job on the Bold and the Beautiful. She tells the producer, Chris, which is the guy's name, I have to work. I'll get there at 7. Chris goes fine. I'm thinking maybe at some point during the day, Denise gets her call time change for Bold and the Beautiful. And instead of calling the Roni guy, or the, the Beverly Hills producer, and saying, okay, I can come now. She was probably like, eh, fuck it. I'll just show up at seven. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Because call times yeah. change a lot on these shows. This is just a theory. It's just my theory. I think this is a good theory. I like where you're going. So as I would do the same, I'd be like, oh, fuck it. I'll just go at seven. I don't need to go earlier. Yeah, I don't need to, you know, happen. they already think I'm working. Why would I tell them not? Yeah. So she shows up and says she was working. I think she has a few drinks, lets it slip. Oh, I didn't really have to go to work today, but I came at seven anyway. Her, 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 nudge, nudge, nudge. And Kyle, like, put that in her pocket for later. Because Kyle is the queen freaking bee. Well, she thinks she is, at least. Over there, she's pissed that Denise Richards is making more money than her and working less than her. And yeah. everyone loved her last season, and she just hates her. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. This motivation for Kyle not liking Denise, I can totally get on board with. Mm-hmm. You show up late and leave early to every scene? Yeah. She And you get paid a ton of money? <clears throat> yeah, but here's here's my thing. That pissed me off. Unfortunately, there is a pecking order in life, and especially in Hollywood. Denise Richards is a movie star and you know, maybe not anymore, but she she's a famous Kyle Richards. She's a, big, she's a bigger name than Kyle Richards. Yeah, and she was treating this like a little extra side cash. 
And she was like, well, you know, if I were her, I'd get $4 million too. Yeah, this is Denise's mad money. This is her mad money. And <laughs> it's good money, but I mean, she's not... I, 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 I don't know if I'm getting my point across correctly, but like to her, it's not a big deal and she's not going to try that hard. And for Kyle, it's basically her whole job and she's annoyed that this girl comes in that thinks she's better than everyone else and more successful and whatever and can kind of treat it like whatever and she that makes her angry sure so but i still don't think i still don't think it's cool for five guys to five guys five girls to pile on one and act like a bunch of bitches and you know, bully her to the point where she wanted to quit for something, for something that happened off camera that doesn't even matter. Right. I'm still on her side. I, I don't, I, I think she got caught in a bunch of lies and it's not a good look, but I'm still on Denise's side because just because you sign up for a reality show doesn't mean you have to talk about stuff that happens with, you know, if I'm like in a fight with my next door neighbor, I'm not fucking talking about that on a reality show. Like it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Is it okay if I don't have a side? Of course. And maybe it's because I just don't care. You the drama don't care. is not interesting enough to me. Because I will tell you, I know you don't watch Potomac, but <laughs> I I know about it now. You do okay. So yeah. you know about the fight that was aired on Sunday. I watched it. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. And maybe maybe because I have spent more time with the ladies watching Real Housewives of Potomac is why I feel this way, which is what I'm going to tell you about right now. I can't stop thinking about it. I I don't know whose side I'm on. I definitely am not on Monique's side because she pulled Candace's hair and would not let go. She was like a dog a pit bull not letting go of whatever Mm -hmm. and watch I've watched it in slow motion I don't know what to think Monique apparently is not going to be on any more episodes past next week's episode when she's confronted by all five women I don't know whose side I'm on I don't know if I can pick a side but in this situation I'm obviously so invested in that I think about it whereas Beverly Hills Kyle and Denise I this show's just not holding my interest so I don't even care enough to to well Candace correct me if I'm wrong because I just watched like a few minutes of it it I think you're invested in it because Candace and what's the other girl's name Monique Monique they're aren't they actually like friends they have been right they have been and they have had conflict yeah. every season and then you know the whole recipe of conflict squash it make up yeah. conflict arises again squash yeah. it have us have a scene at a restaurant where we I think to, come to terms Kyle and Denise are not friends they never were they were pushed together out of a producer created thing that's why you don't care yeah, it's, yeah, that's great. That's you know, point. that's a great point. It is so inauthentic. I that know. 
I'm gonna reta- I'm gonna retoggle back to New York here. I got very yeah. upset last night with Ramona and Dorinda fighting because I'm like, no, you're friends, stop. And usually they make up like this. Right. Well, isn't that a lesson that Beverly Hills? How many times do we need to tell them the show works better when it's actual friends mm-hmm. who have known each other prior to the show? Yeah. And that's why when Kim and Kyle were on, those seasons were good. Good. Because not only did they know each other, mm-hmm. I mean, that's some deep sister. Sister, I know you don't have a sister, but sisters' relationships are complicated. Yeah. yeah just like a mother-daughter relationship. Well, I heard, I heard a rumor that they were going to bring on Kathy. But then I'm like, I think that'd be good. But then I'm like, they don't want to. I don't mean to be a dick, but Kathy's like 62 years old. Like she's not going to, she's not going to get pedicures with Teddy. Well, no one is because Teddy's gone. No one is now, yeah. um, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not believable either because I don't think that a 62 year old woman like wants to go on trips with the Reed to Dubai. Right. And plus we're not going to see her home life. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to, I do want to see, we want to see home lives. Yeah. Right? Well, I was reminded last night mm-hmm. when Kyle went to the car shop with her, was it Erica, to, for her daughter's boyfriend? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Farah's boyfriend's yeah, who's, whatever. What a lovely girl, her daughter. She looked stunning. That I is know. in my notes. That is in my notes. Yeah. Farah. And the Farrah. other daughter. Kyle's daughter is stunning. Stunning. And the other Farrah daughter that was showing Rinna's daughter the apartment is adorable, too. And then mm-hmm. I, I sort of felt bad. I'm like, you know, I have, like, I got so Haiti for Kyle during the season. And then I, like, look at her family. I'm like, you know, how bad could she be? She has nice daughters. She's got a cute husband. She's got a cute little girl. She's got cool sister. Like, I think those girls are interesting. Mm-hmm. And they want to talk about Denise Richards making out with some Brandy. Like, I want to see, I want to see Kyle. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. I want to see what's going on at Kyle's house. Me too. I want to. I want to see all her dogs. Her dog and her her she house. Loves, she loves her dogs so much. She I has know. A beautiful backyard. How bad can she be? And like the husband walking around stone, like like I love it. How bad can she be? No, but like, why don't they just? They need to like take it down a notch and like we want to. I want to see their homes. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, is that Beverly Hills is the most aspirational. They have the most money. I want to see their things. Yeah. I want to see their closets. I want to see their cars. Mm-hmm. I want to see Erica's chapel. I yeah. want to see yeah. all of that. And 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 it's uh, and instead, I think they think we need more conflict than we actually do. Well, I just think conflict comes naturally when there's a good group yeah you know yeah and I don't know I don't know how much conflict I want right now like I can't take anymore I just maybe I want to watch Dorit make PK peanut butter toast I (laughs) loved that scene and I was remembering how we had chatted about we could watch them all day and hurt she couldn't find the light to the pantry I'm like you yes. cutie. I, 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 I want to watch that all day. And yeah. I didn't really like how he asked for that peanut butter toast, but that's okay. How he was like, 
make me toast or something. It was very, Mm -hmm. it was very, yeah, it was a command. I know, but I sort of like their banter. I do too. I really, I like that they're doing the confessionals together. Those confessionals are wonderful to watch. You know what? I didn't even realize they were doing it together until you just said that. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they realize they're not growing. all of them, but a lot. Yeah. And him, him giving a. They have a cute, yeah, banter. It's mm. he. She's the scene where she's like, "Just let me get my point across," and he's like, "Yeah, but I want to listen to you." He's <laughs> like, "You're not making any points, so get to the point." She's like, the, the point is for you to just listen to me because uh. I'm. Your wife, can't you just listen to me? Okay, yeah, but get to the point. <laughs> I mean, that's how my husband talks to me. I, I, I'm fine with it. Well, Greg, Greg's a dick. So, such a dick. Did you see? <laughs> such a dick. Did you see Phoenix and Jagger's bedrooms? Like, to rule. I, I didn't. She did like a quick before she went to the kitchen to make the peanut butter toast. She um. They did like a quick overview of their bedrooms and they have like those cool like built in lofty bed things that cost like 10 grand. Like so Mm -hmm. cool. Those kids are cute. I love them. Mm -hmm. And I love like the two of them like bumbling around the kitchen like where's the fork? Where'd you put? I can't even do his accent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They moved in like three months ago. She's like where's the peanut butter? I can't even do her accent. What is her accent? The peanut butter. Yeah. Cutie. Did you watch Schitt's Creek? Yeah. It's Mora. Moira. Yeah. So I saw an interview where Catherine O'Hara said that Moira Rose's accent, she thinks of her accent as souvenirs from all her travels. Mm. And I thought that is like Dorit. Dorit has picked up a little bit of an accent from each of her travels, and that is now her voice you know she got a lot of shit for that okay she did she did i'm sorry like i have a friend that's married to a guy from new zealand and she talks like that when she's around him and then when she's around me she doesn't and i'm like i think some people just have like an like an auditory thing when they're around someone they talk like my parents live in the south my mom talks in a southern accent all the time Mm -hmm. which she didn't when you were younger no Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like for some people, I don't think it's, I mean, for some people they do it in an affected way and it's right. pretentious, but like for some reason with Zareed, I think it's just because she hears that guy talk or what's PK. I don't yeah, know. That guy. <laughs> that guy. I don't know. Oh, the scene where Garcelle it evacuates her house with her kids oh. and she's scared that her house is going to burn up. Why didn't we see that? I don't know. They didn't even show enough of her this season. Mm -mm. I don't know. What are they, what are they doing over there? I don't know. They just focused on the complete wrong thing. Yeah. Okay. But can I be, uh, this is going to sound really mean. I don't think Garcelle's house is that nice. (laughs) I don't think so either. It looks like a condo. It's not aspirational. Like, Kyle's house is aspirational. Yeah. And Lisa Vanderpump's house is aspirational. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I'm fine with it not being aspirational, but, like, she made a big deal about her house. And then I saw it on camera when she was with Allie Landry, and I was like, eh. Yeah, and it's aspirational for me. Totally. And my, and my life. Yeah. But I just want I just want a little, I just want a little more from Beverly Hills. Yeah, and I, I think, um, but you know what? Then I was thinking, well, I think Garcelle's the kind of person that wouldn't spend $10 million on a house because she's probably, like, smart with money and, like, isn't flat. You know what I mean? Like, I just think she's more realistic with her exp- – that's my – it's my projection on her. But I just feel like I don't think she's the kind of person that, like, would overspend in a home just just for her reality show. I think so, too. I think you're right. So then – okay, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Fine. Yeah. Anyway. I loved when um, – I loved the scene when – well, I'm actually, I'm torn. So the scene where Kyle saw the ring on the psychic in the Diane Keaton Instagram picture. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so I'll just explain it for people that don't know. So Diane Keaton posted an Instagram snap of a psychic that she saw in Santa Monica with these crazy long nails and she just showed her hands and she was like, this psychic that I went to has crazy long fingernails. Well, the pinky finger had a ring on it and Kyle said, that's my mother's ring that was stolen from my house when Teddy's husband fucked up my security security system. No, just kidding. I added that in. (laughs) But anyway, Kyle's convinced that that ring was her mother's ring. Okay, my first thought is, um, is it not possible that there are two fucking rings manufactured by the ring person? Yeah, that was never answered. In Los Angeles in the last hundred years. Yeah. She, she, she never said why she was so certain that that was her mother's ring. Why are you so certain that that is the, I mean, it looks just like it, but. Yeah, it's not, it's not like it was a class the big Kathy class ring that said big Kathy class of right 17 <laughs> I mean I I think it was I I, I think it looked like it but like what are, you're gonna throw some old lady in jail <laughs> did you see that old lady was on inside edition no which is, <laughs> what did she say or yesterday but they got inside edition Oof, they're always there the with psychic the good, they found the good her interview yeah yeah, did I she... found her, and she she's she does an inside edition interview. What did she say? Uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't watch it. I do have my limits. Okay. <laughs> so I did not watch the inside edition. I'm going to investigate this. Psychic because psychic interview. The psychic um, was interviewed by Page Six yesterday. I did read that. Oh, okay. Tell me about that. Well, I that mean, is. I mean, I give time to Page Six. So. It's a quickie. She was basically just like, who are you? Fuck off. I got this ring from X. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and then I thought like, you know, Kyle just doesn't know how she comes across sometimes. She's like in the confessional when they're doing the little, I mean, it was so stupid. She and Teddy doing her little Nancy Drew bullshit. Oh God. It was so stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, It reminded me of when Megan King Edmonds or Edwards Edmonds, whatever. Edmonds, Edmonds, yeah. Went around in Ireland being like, are you related to me? Like, really? Shameful. That was so lame. That was the lamest thing I've ever seen. I mean, Kyle and Teddy, like, palling up to go around, like, looking for psychic people's fingers. Second lamest thing I've ever seen. I mean, I'm glad they cut that. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I just think, oh, the psychic was basically like, this is my ring. I got it from X, like, GFY. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I don't think that's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I and loved. I will... Oh, go go ahead. Sorry. Since you read the page six, you don't need to see the inside edition. No, but I kind of find it funny that like this poor like old lady psychic is like this woman's after me. Like yeah, it's like let it go. Yeah. And then, and then Kyle, she's so out of touch sometimes. She was like in her commercial. She's like, I mean, I at least want to buy it off of her. Yeah. I, I'm going to do the right thing after I accuse her of, I mean, I don't know how she came across my mother's ring. That is definitely my mother's ring. Yeah. But I'll buy it off of her. Yeah. I'd be like, it's $5 million, bitch. I know. <laughs> uh, the fortune teller should have, uh, Instead of denying that it was her ring, she should have just gone with it. Yeah, and it cost and been it's like, $5 yeah, million. Dollars. Like, somebody gave me this ring <laughs> recently. She, she's going to have to line up the timeline Yeah, that she was given the ring. No, by. I would say $4 million and I can fuck your husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah $5 million. No. Okay, $4 million. Maria steals mine for one night. Deal. <laughs> okay. How about... And I mean, Mauricio has to bring the weed, not me. <laughs> Kyle's like, that's a hard bargain. Okay, $3 million. <laughs> and I can bang Mauricio. Um, how great was Sutton's birthday party? Great. I love that Sutton's mom's name is Reba. Of course it is. <laughs> That's adorable. I think they should have shown that. That was so cool. And they were all there. And she had that great sequin, giant sequin dress in the birdcage. I loved all of it. Basically, the editors made all the wrong moves this season. Yeah. And put all the good stuff in Secrets Revealed, where how about we just don't have a Secrets Revealed? And you put better stuff in the existing season. I know. I think I, I think they I have to... Jennifer Tilly was at her birthday party. Yes. I want more. See, I don't want celebrities as cast members. I want celebrities as periphery characters. Yeah. Like Jennifer Tilly showing up to a birthday party. Yeah. You know, or Chris Jenner <gasps> showing up. Yeah. That was the best moment of this season. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Give us, give us people we don't know who have celebrity friends. But, like, I want to see a party like that with a t- spicy tuna cigar in a box. Like, that was so cool. This presentation is amazing. It was. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a tuna cigar. It's amazing. It's a box. Never seen anything like it. I wrote down the name of the restaurant because I want to go there. Oh, what is it? Did you hear, did you hear that yep. scream? What was that? That it was, was a baby dragon. It's <laughs> my child. It's a baby dragon just flew into your yeah, room. Yeah, she's, she's upset about something. Oh no, what happened? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> there's been uh, there's been some tiny injustice served to her that uh, I can't the, deal with. The poor dear. The restaurant's name is Crustacean. Crustacean. Oh, okay. In Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, did you see okay, this is so dumb. This just shows how freaking like superficial I am. Did you see the Dolce and Gabbana toaster? No. Dolce & Gabbana gave Sutton, go back and look, because it's really cool. Dolce & Gabbana gave Sutton, because they were like, this is for the girl that has everything. They bought a Smeg toaster and hand-painted it, like Dolce & Gabbana wow. style. Like a beautiful toaster. Wow. 
And they put it in her kitchen. And then I'm like, well, why don't we go to Sutton's house and film? What other shit does she have there that I want to see? I know. I heard, did we talk about this? That her husband wouldn't let her film the kids or backed out of that. So I know. perhaps they had filmed stuff in her house, but it involved the kids and the dude didn't end up signing off on it. Or I know. I just think they need to rekindle yeah. that. Maybe like, I don't care about her kids. I just want to see her shit. I don't want to see that. I, I want to see her closet. Yeah. Like she did so well for her little part. And I just think that is my child. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry. I think she's okay. angry. I think she's angry. Oh, well, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's daddy's problem. I think that they need to revisit Sutton because she did so well with the little time that she got. They gave her a big part of the reunion. She's a very good, like, Greek chorusy sort of role. Like, she'll just be like, are you just not going to like me because I don't like your clothes? Like, ugh, how fucking good was that? And she had, we talked about this last week, she had memorable quotes her first season. <coughs> That's how you know somebody's a keeper. Teddy has not had any memorable quotes over three seasons. And I keep mm -hmm. thinking about her saying, you've had your fun, now let the mouse go. Yeah. But I keep, I keep thinking about the, you've had your fun. I keep thinking about I've that used part that. I've used that since. You've had your fun. Let the mouse go. Yeah, I liked that. Me too. Uh, oh, okay. I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. The Beverly Hills Housewives were in New York. They went to Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because there's nothing more hipster than Brooklyn. Yeah. And there's nothing more hipster than throwing axes. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Uh, you can tell what year it is based on the Bravo, a Bravo show, uh, like where cast members go in any given Bravo show. Because yeah. I think they threw axes on Vanderpump Rules this season. They did. Uh, I think they threw axes somewhere else. But they're always doing the same kitschy thing of the moment across different Bravo shows. This year it's axes. Yeah. I remember one year on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they did um, like a workout class in their pool. It was a very long time ago. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, like the new thing was workout classes in your pool. Oh, okay. And they also did the painting class with the wine when you go to the paint shop. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I you know those. those like paint classes, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I was like, "That's stupid!" And literally, like, I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere, so you know, two years later, they were everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, it's because of Chris Jenner." Yeah, and now they're all gone. Now they're right? all gone. Now they're all gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> and in two years, all the axe throwing places will all be gone. Did you notice the really clever editing? How? Denise went and got a bullseye on her first try, and then, like, two seconds later, Rinna did, and it was like, ooh. Oh, yeah. It was like, well, let's just set those two up to fight. Yeah. 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 Oh, they passed Limelight in New York. I know. Mm -hmm. When they were getting the hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
first off, no one, if you live in New York, you don't get a hot dog. No. I never, but, I don't think I've ever eaten one. I've never eaten one. But they pass limelight, and I like to think of Erica Jane in limelight. Oh, yeah. Like Moby spinning. Yeah. <laughs> spinning. I can't believe I just said spinning. <laughs> Did you notice how Teddy wouldn't eat the fucking hot dog? Yes. I'm like, you suck. She was like six months pregnant. Like, you can't have a fucking hot dog. Yeah. Because you're so accountable. Shut up. Mm-hmm. She sucks. Oh, maybe I'll have a bite. Oh, shut up. Yeah. She she really does. I can't believe she lasted three seasons. She's terrible. I'm sorry. I, I, she definitely won't be missed. You know what it is? No one wants to hang out with someone on a diet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> like, I have a friend. She's a really dear friend of mine. I love her. She's always on some kind of a diet. And then she'll sit there... And talk about it for an hour and just like, oh, shut up. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to last three days and then it's going to be the whole 30 or whatever the hell it is now. And, you know, it, nobody wants to hear about your diet. Mm-mm. And I certainly don't want a friend that's like a diet coach. Mm-mm. Because, yeah, no. Mm-mm. No. Uh, should we go back to New York for a minute? Let's go back to New York. Okay, I went back. <laughs> I went back with my um, my DVR rewinder button, and I checked to see because I'm pretty good at spotting fake bags. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. Tell me. I can't tell. I usually can tell if someone has a fake bag. I don't know if that Gucci bag was fake or not. Well, the way we see it, though, it, it it's really hard to tell. Yeah. You don't get a good. You don't. See the double G's straight on. I mean, you can't see any of the stitching. So yeah, it, it's even even though I know you're good at it, it was a hard. I really tried, but it would be a hard thing to see. I think it probably was fake. Uh, I think so too. If she is having fifty of her friends donate a hundred dollars for her birthday gift and asking them to do so, then yeah, she doesn't have real Gucci bags. Also, Ramona has a ton of money. Why isn't she not dropping 5,000 of her own dollars I gotta on t- a Gucci bag? I gotta tell you, I have seen some shit. So, I have seen some women in my hair parts, like women that drive Range Rovers, and then they get out, and I'm like, that's a fake fucking bag. Mm-hmm. Sometimes wealthy people are like weirdly strange about stuff like that. Yeah, that's why they're wealthy. They don't spend. Yeah, and I'm not shading. I'm not shading it at all. I'm just saying, like, you buy what you can afford. It's fine. But like, um, some people are. I don't know. I know a lot of people that are wealthy that are funny about like. uh, You know, I listen. I think five thousand dollars for a handbag is crazy, but. I don't know if I would buy a fake bag. I just don't think I would do it. I don't think there's any honor in that. I would just buy like a I would just buy like a nice bag that didn't have a yeah. D on it. But that is a thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when you say it out loud, it sounds crazy, but I think I have a couple of them. I think you I think you do too. <laughs> and then when you add it all up, that's it's embarrassing. Thirty thousand dollars worth of bags. No, it is not, but maybe for some people, not for me. But anyway, um, so and I also think. If my friend asked me to pitch in money, 
Oh, there she goes again. If my friend asks me, like celebrate. This. I don't know. <laughs> this is so funny to me. She's like a she's awesome. She's a hell beast. Sorry, this is a bad time of day for children. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, she's coming. She's coming. Oh, I want to see. No, no, she's being sent to her room. Oh, okay. Oh, gosh. What anyway, did she do? I don't know. She doesn't like N.O. She doesn't like hearing N.O. Sure. I guess she's her mother's daughter. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm staying in here with you, Shannon. Now, let me see. Oh, so I was just saying, if if my friend said, give me 100 bucks for my birthday gift, I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't have any friends that I that would do that, which is why... They're my friends because I wouldn't want to be friends with somebody that is like that. First off, I hate when adults make a big deal about their birthday. Did we talk about this yes, yet? Yes, it's so lame. I hate it. It's stupid. Well, you know, my birthday's coming up. Yeah, I'm kidding. So you and everybody else on this planet has a birthday. It doesn't make you no, special. I agree. But I do like to go out for like a nice dinner. I do like that. Absol- absolutely. I do like but- that. But I don't like the, I don't, I don't want to go on a party bus. No. Okay. No. I don't want to do a party bus. No. I don't want to buy you a gift. Okay. You're 35. Like, yeah. why are we doing a party bus? Yeah. I like to go to like a nice lunch. I, I love a nice dinner. I'll go to, I'll go to dinner and yeah. pay for, and you know. Pay for a nice dinner, but yeah. party bus, stupid. No. And and asking for money for a purse, like, get out of here. Unbelievable. But, like, you know, but then again, like, I had a, I have a friend and, like, she had a baby, like, maybe two years ago. Um, it was her second baby and it was, like, a surprise and, like, she didn't have a stroller. So we all gave, like, 75 bucks and we got her, like, a really cool stroller. But she didn't ask for it. We just did it. Well, exactly. That type of thing happens all the time and it's lovely yeah but asking people look if you're coming to my birthday party you got to give a hundred bucks towards my gift i mean so i can buy a gucci bag that i can afford on my yeah. own yeah get out of here she, yeah and also that i'm sorry she does not have 50 good girlfriends Mm-mm. my I 50 good how, girlfriends yeah i love how she was probably like Mm, you know, okay, like, maybe I could ask people to donate to a charity of my choice for my birthday. No, I have a better idea. Donate to buy me a Gucci bag charity. She's terrible. She's terrible. I don't know. But at the same time, I don't want to see her go. No. No, I I don't want to see her go. No, we need her. Yeah. She's not going anywhere. I don't think she She's is. She's not. I think they've already started filming. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Leah got a pay raise. Yeah, thank God. And, but still, only $10,000 an episode, which there's 20-ish episodes. 200000 like 24-ish. I, I just think she should be paid more. Well, you know what? She lives in de Blasio's New York. She's only going to take home about 100K of that. Yeah. That's and not a lot. She's got she's got a manager and agent now, so they're going to take 10%. Yeah. Each? I don't know. She's going to have to sell a lot of bitch I elevate this shit masks to make up for that. She sure is. 
It's good though. It's a good stepping stone. I think her business will pick up and She's gonna have to get second married to the mob so that she can get alimony <laughs> from her first marriage. I don't know. I was trying to make some stupid married to the mob joke because I don't understand that brand. Okay, I don't either, but I was just thinking, how great would it be? And Leah, if you're listening, she is. Get a pen. <laughs> Leah needs to find a very boring finance husband guy and get married to a boring finance rich guy and have another baby. I think that would be a really good arc for her. I think it would too. I think Leah dating in yeah. her second season is going to be very interesting television. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think she I think it would be more interesting for her to get like to start you know I'll take my husband. She should date Greg. Someone like that. You are nothing if not generous. I just think I need I think she I don't think Leah Bang and a bartender, it's like too predictable. Like I think she needs to find a guy that will like settle her down. Uh maybe one of Ramona's friends. Maybe Harry Dubin. Maybe she will finally be the one to tie Harry Dubin down. Old balls. So gross. No. No. I want Leah to start dating like a 51 year old divorced guy that's like really rich and then they're all jealous of her. Me too. That would be just yes. so wonderful. And then she's going to like have a baby and she'll move into a Park Avenue apartment and then they'll just be like, what the hell? That would be awesome. I want that to happen for her. But like a cool guy, not like a tool, like a good, like a fun, handsome guy. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how they finally explained what went down with Mermona and Elise, and it was exactly what I suspected. Yeah, that Ramona felt like Elise used her to get on the show. Yeah. And Ramona didn't want to give her screen time, so yeah. she kept walking away. I'm with, Ra- I'm with Ramona. But they were legit friends before, right? Yeah, which is why she should have been loyal to her. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, because I don't fully trust Ramona. Well, I don't have but... that. Okay, Shannon, if yeah. I'm, if I'm on the Real Housewives of Westchester County for 10 sure. years and I bring you in and you start going against me, I'm going to be mad. It's true. I'd be yeah, a little hurt. I'd be like, no, I found Shannon. Okay, now, my when you put it, now when you put it like that, now I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm on, okay. Now I understand. <laughs> now I understand. Okay. It's hurtful. It is hurtful. <laughs> it's not right. No. When you think when you think you're going to have an ally, no. and it turns out to be I, totally different. Exactly. I thought you. I think. I think that she thought she was going to have like another buddy. Yeah, you're right. And this girl was like, mm. yeah, you're right. But I'm nothing if not a flip flopper. So it's a flip flopper, and you know what? I think it. I think they stopped filming with her towards the end, and she's going to be gone. And too bad because I kind of liked her. Yeah. Oh, it's already been confirmed that she's not. Oh. Back. Right. Yeah. But it's, she sort. She really just petered out. I really miss Barbara Kay. Really. I liked her. I heard she wants to run for mayor. I would. I think that's great. <laughs> she can hang drywall. 
she, yeah, she can. Re- if anybody's going to rebuild the city, yeah. it's going to be Barbara Kay with her with her lady toolkit. I liked her. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, but Luann is not letting that go. So. Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. I have something. What? That I read. Uh, well, Heather Thompson had Carol Radzeville on her podcast, mm-hmm. and they said something shocking. What? Which is that Sonia Morgan's toaster oven was not real and was not a real business venture attempt. Oh, yeah. I could have told you that. What? I really think Sonia Morgan wanted to launch that toaster oven. Yeah, but I don't think... Why didn't she? Where is it? Because... Remote or uh, Sonia's a can't. She had to light her abundance candles. <laughs> no, that was so funny. But I mean, how did she come up with? Well, <laughs> I found a website that was saying, and there's like picture proof. I can send it to you. She buys shit off Amazon and just puts a Sonia Morgan label on it and sells it. Oh yes, that that I think we all we, is all understood. Yeah, we can all. I guess you can't really do that with a toaster. No. But they were saying that she she didn't really want that toaster to take off, that it was just a manufactured story point for oh. her to fail at launching a toaster oven. Oh, well, why would she ever that's, re- that's what they were impl- that's what they were implying. I didn't tell it right a moment ago. Oh, but why would she ever agree to look like a fool for a storyline? Exactly. And that's what Heather and Carol rides well. Okay, look. I didn't listen to the podcast. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> So perhaps I'm getting that all wrong, oh. but that's that's the kind of hard hitting journalism I do. Um, well, I don't think you should listen to that. It sounds terrible. Yes, but my Instagram readings, my Instagram reading research yeah. revealed that Heather implied that she Heather thought she was really trying to help Sonia Morgan launch this toaster oven only to find out that it was all a farce that Sonia wasn't really trying to launch this toaster oven Well, it was all just for the show she got people talking did you hear the controversy with with Heather's podcast name oh no Uh -uh. so Heather Thompson's podcast is called in my head okay which I mean to me is like a very generic like in my head like whatever well, apparently there's a a very famous black woman who's got a podcast called In My Head. And so people were commenting on Heather's Instagram like, take it down. You stole it from a black woman, you white supremacist bitch. Oh. And Heather was like, oh, okay. And actually, if you go into Apple Podcasts and type in In My Head, like six different podcasts comes up. So it was like, okay. I, yeah, I would imagine. So Heather wrote this like, go back and look at it. She wrote this like very sappy post about how she's going to do better and, you know, and this is an instance where I just think I would, like, Heather, you don't have to change the name of your podcast. You should have done a little research before that. But she is not taking food out of a black woman's mouth by calling her podcast in my head. Yeah, I hope she does better by not saying holla ever again. Yeah. Yeah, why aren't the, why aren't the black people mad about that? Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. They've never watched Real Housewives of New York. They're probably like, you could have holla. We don't want it. <laughs> Holla! <laughs> I liked her though. 
You know, I I didn't mind her. I like her smile too. That's so yeah. Weird of me to say. And I liked her like her kids with like her, her little boy had like the hearing aids. Yeah, Jax was his name. I know. Mm-hmm. She's probably and... regretting that. Pardon? She's probably oh, regretting yeah. that. Yeah. I liked how when she smiled, you could see all the teeth in her mouth. Yeah, that's very desirable. That's a, that's a nice smile. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Julia Roberts smile. Yeah. You know, you, know, you, can, you can see all the teeth. That's yeah. the smile you want. Okay. When we, you can only see them. When we hang up, go look at, go Google Tom Cruise three front teeth. Oh, before he got his teeth fixed? No. He oh, has, how his teeth are now. He has three front teeth. Oh. Just Google, put it in the okay. search bar, Tom Cruise, three front teeth. And they okay. give all these close-ups of Tom Cruise's teeth, and you're like, oh, my God. And now you won't be able to look at him the same again because you're going to see it every time. Oh, okay. But they, I have seen photo where, like, his, the two, let's just say, even though he has three front teeth, let's just say he has two front teeth, how this line, which typically lines up with your nose, yeah. is, like, here. Oh. Is is askew. Huh. Whatever. I just want my people that I'm looking at to be perfect. Same. Same. <sighs> anyway, well, this was fun. This was fun. Let me see if I had any. Uh, is there any other? What other nuggets? What other nuggets do you have in there? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Although I just, I know I said it at the top, but I want to remind you again, Dorinda made Ramona a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find out what's on it. Like for real. Yeah. I, that can be all of next season's storyline. Oh, wait, tell everyone about what's going on on Sunday. Sunday, we are doing Housewives Trivia again Yay! at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a lot of fun. I did it for the first time two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I've learned some things about how to now make it better. And it was neat because people from all over the world show, showed up, um, from as, from New York City to Tokyo. No, really? But no. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, I think there were some Canadians there, so that's why. Oh, there were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, bi-weekly Housewives Trivia. Follow at Housewives Trivia. I'm going to do it again. I had so much fun, Shannon. I loved it. Did you? Yeah, I loved it. Do you want to co-host? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it's it's funny because when I'm just talking into a void, it feels a little weird. Let's talk offline about that. Maybe we'll do something. Let's talk offline about it. I think, I just want to point out, I think... And I'm not bitter. You know, I have other shit going on in my life, but I think there is a cheating situation going on. I, I, I don't know, but I do think the degree of difficulty was pretty high. And I think Very. I need to make, um, I think I need to make some easier ones. No. Well, challenging, but yeah. like, I think, I think it was skewed, challenging, and I don't want to discourage people. I want there to be some very difficult ones, and I want there to be some hard ones. I got a lot of the historical ones correct. Yes, you did. And the Heather Dubrow that was, tagline 
I know. That's very impressive because it was a it was quite a vague tagline that could have been. No one's life is time. perfect, but mine is pretty close. Yeah, that was I. I miss Heather Dubrow. I love I was her. Watching in research for this company Sundays mm-hmm. Housewives trivia, I was rewatching an Orange County reunion and. I didn't appreciate Heather Dubrow when when she was around, but now Fantastic. that she's gone, yeah, I like her and I miss her. And I, it'd be great if she could come back. Go watch her house tour on YouTube. Have you seen it? No. Oh my I god. I've seen her closet tour. I've seen. Well, if the the YouTube channel tour. is called Heather's Closet, mm-hmm. but she does a tour. Like, there's a video for every room in her house. Oh okay. Like, oh yeah, I want that. Get a get like a. CBD gummy and just sit there and trip out on her house and just be like, I hate my life. Yeah. Her laundry room is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. That's why we need her because Heather was aspirational. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to see? Tamara's farmhouse? No. Nah. That weird banquet seating? No. Nah. In the middle? Remember nah. that? I was like, I don't know if I like that or not. I don't like that. I think all these farmhouse folks are going to be real pissed in like 10 years when that shit is not working again. They sure are. They sure are. They sure are. Yep. All right. This was so fun. All right. I'm coming on Sunday. I'm going to get a bunch of people to do it, too, because it was like, seriously, I was telling someone it was the highlight of my week. It was so oh, much really? fun. Oh, good. You're so good. entertaining. The questions were great. Oh, you're kind. It was so fun. I just Thank loved it. Thank you. Thank All right, you. Let's, let's talk offline. So All right, good. girlfriend. Have a great week. Okay. You, too. Bye. Bye. How was that? Was that fun talking to Shannon? I'm going to make her like a regular, a regular thing. Don't forget to follow her at Housewives Trivia. This Sunday is her trivia on Zoom. It sounds stupid and super pandemic-y. It is not. It is so fun. It was the highlight of my week last week. I might be co-hosting with her. I'm not sure yet. We're going to try to figure it out. Um, so yeah, so tune into that. It's free. I don't know why it's free because she should be charging, but it is. And it's so fun. So get a glass of wine at 7 p.m. Go on Shannon's Instagram. I'm going to post some details about it too at So Inappropriate Pod and my personal Sarah Nichols. And uh, have a great week, guys. Go outside and take a walk. Don't fight with your friends about politics. Don't put, don't put mean shit on your Instagram or your Facebook. Just chill. Just Everyone just chill. It's going to be okay. Have a great week. I love you.